Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to have our rapid review for Indigenous Round, Round 12, and what an amazing round it was. Plenty of highs, plenty of lows, and a number of things that, personally, I did not see coming at all. Now, I am recording this on Sunday night, very late, about 10 p.m. Sunday night, so all the games are done and dusted. Just jumped off an Instagram live answering all your questions. That content is already available on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Uh, I'm waiting to see whether New South Wales, Queensland teams, what time they are named on Monday, so there might already be some content out, my live reaction to those. If not, uh, I will be in at Bloke in a Bar Studios. We'll be taking a deep dive into those sides, so have a look at the previous podcasts uh, on the Rugby League Guru podcast. You might have some live reactions to origin teams that have been named as it stands right now there are a lot of rumors circulating some that have absolutely knocked me for six uh so we'll see how it all plays out tomorrow no need for me to dive into it now uh because it's all going to come true in about 12 or so hours so stay tuned for that content on the rugby league guru podcast but let's get into our rapid review of round 12, a round that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, There was a lot of, as I said, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of things that I did not see coming at all. A lot of things really, really surprised me. Kick off with the first game of the week. This one didn't surprise me. The Penrith Panthers 15 over the Brisbane Broncos for uh, Nathan Cleary. He was obviously the star of the show here. Did very, very well. Uh, was probably robbed of another two or three tries as well. Uh, there was obviously a couple of refereeing decisions that to me just made no sense whatsoever. Uh, Scotty Sorensen, I would have given that try every day of the week. I couldn't believe that that one wasn't given. Um, it's obviously the Panthers as well. I think Leota bombed a try over the line. I think Mitch Kenny bombed another one. Two tries that Nathan Cleary would have put them open for. So, look, I personally thought the Broncos held in the contest here, but I thought 15 to 14 uh, sort of flattered the Broncos to some extent. I think the Panthers did enough to win this game by a little bit more. Obviously, a lot of controversial decisions and whatnot that really hurt, but... Um, 
a good game that I enjoyed. And despite me saying that I think the Panthers uh, could have and should have won by more, I still think the Broncos did hang in the contest pretty well, all things considered, uh, that they were without Adam Reynolds and whatnot. Uh, for the Broncos, Paddy Carrigan, I thought he was amazing. We'll go through his stats on Bloke and a Bar a little bit later today, but fuck, he was everywhere, Paddy Carrigan, and just uh, the, he, could, he could smell orange in the air, couldn't he? Carrigan got through a stack of work there. Herbie Farmer was solid as well. Payne Haas went about his work as per usual. Uh, and Reese Walsh, I thought once again, he was always trying to win the game. Doesn't always go his way, but he's always trying. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh, Panthers, as I said, Nath Cleary is tremendous. I thought Dylan Edwards, he was everywhere. He had a really good game. Isaiah Yo, once again, 9.5 out of 10. Uh, finishing the season with an average of about 9.3 out of 10 per game. So he's having a great season, Isaiah Yo. Scotty Sorensen was strong once again. I thought Liam Martin through the middle, he was tremendous. Uh, he was very, very impressive, Liam Martin. Um, Rumours are at the moment that he won't make the Origin side, which I'm absolutely shocked by. I would have picked him in a heartbeat. I've said over the weekend, I genuinely think he's the closest thing to a Queenslander we fucking have, Liam Martin. So I would have picked him for sure. I hope... I really do hope that Freddie does. And if he doesn't, I'm willing to have a little wager with all of you that he rushes him in for game two. But we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully I'm wrong there, but I'm sure that Liam Martin gets rushed into this site at some point. Uh, we obviously had... The incident with Jerome Luai, where uh, he obviously pushed the referee out of the uh, the touch judge out of the way. I genuinely don't think he realised what was happening in that moment. I genuinely do think it was an accident. I know that Jerome Luai's had his moments that a lot of you don't like him for and everything, and I understand that. Um, but I, I genuinely think that's out of character for Jerome. I don't think that he... Uh, I think it all happened very quickly, and I, I, gen- I think that the way he apologised immediately, I think he realised that he'd fucked up accidentally. So I don't want to see him rule out of origin I'm happy with the fine I would love to see Jerome also getting on the front foot with this maybe even if it's just like an Instagram video or something very raw and simple just sort of saying that you know touching of referees is completely out of line it was a complete accident he meant nothing by it uh, but I wouldn't be rubbing him out of origin for that because it does look like he will uh, be the 5'8 should also uh, be noted guys Sonny Luke uh, he actually played in this game. Didn't play huge minutes, uh, and I believe that was because Ivan was a little bit worried about the turf up there at Suncorp. He actually went and played 70 minutes in reserve grade. So my mail is, whether you want to buy into it or not, that's that's up to you. My mail is that it looks like Sonny Luke will be asked to play big minutes over the next few weeks with Isaiah Yo out. I think you'll see Mitch Kenny shift to that 13 jersey. So especially for all of us super coach players uh, that have been holding on to Sonny Luke for so long. Hopefully we do get to see some minutes put into him there. All right, the 6 p.m. game on Friday, the St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on the Sydney Roosters. What a finish this was. Uh, incredible stuff, I thought. Uh, Ryan Carr, the head coach of the St. George Illawarra Dragons with hook gone. I thought he would get a response out of this team. I thought they'd get close. I didn't think they'd win. They managed to do it. So shout out to the St. George Illawarra Dragons, that try on the last play. Wow. This is what rugby league's about. It was so good to see. I absolutely loved watching the last few minutes of this game. Friday night games, I was at the pub with a mate, so I didn't get to watch these ones super closely. I've caught up on them in little bits and pieces, hoping to watch them in their full extent before the show tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, I thought Ben Hunt was tremendous. Jaden Sura, really good game. Jack DeBellin got through a heap of work, as for usual. I think he played the entire 80 minutes. Um, downside for the St. George Illawarra Dragons, Blake Laurie. 
I think he fractured his hand in this one. I think he's been really, really good for the Dragons this year. So he could be a big loss for them. But congratulations to the Dragons. A shit week uh, that turned out to be a good one. Obviously, the winning points kicked by Zach Lomax as well. So very exciting for him. Great to see him back in first grade. Roosters obviously losing this one. I thought James Tedesco, he was tremendous. He was everywhere. Luke Keary, very strong game as well. I thought Luke Keary uh, definitely did enough to win this game. Got taken away from him at the very back end. Uh, I thought Victor Adley was incredibly lucky not to get Simbin for a blatant... um a blatant headbutt, which really surprised. That was after grabbing the throat of Zach Lomax as well. Uh, and it looks like he's going to miss a few weeks. So uh, same old shit with Radley, unfortunately. I'm probably his biggest fan out here, but fuck, it's getting hard to defend. Uh, there's only so much you can say and do. I thought Nathan Brown coming in for them was tremendous. Uh, and I think he's going to have a big influence on this team moving forward. Outside of that, look, I... Um my boy, Billy Smith, uh, far from his best game. Uh, he was pretty disappointing in this one defensively. Uh, I did speak about this two and a half weeks ago, and there was rumors about him coming in that defensively in reserve grade, he wasn't fantastic, and that was my worry. He's held his own since, but very disappointing in this game. And obviously, Brandon Smith out for five or six weeks as well. So a huge loss there. There'll be a re, re-jink of the Roosters. they got to buy next week, I believe. And then they'll come out of that probably with Jake Turpin as their starting nine. I know he was the other day as well. But he will be the starting nine playing big minutes there. Um, so really interesting times for the Roosters, as it has been for the last two years. But uh, wild at the moment how it's all playing out. All right, let's move to the late game Saturday, uh, Friday night. The Rabbitohs, obviously in the Indigenous round, we all, we all expected the Rabbitohs to stand and deliver in this one. Um Pretty disappointing, let's be honest here. I was very disappointed with them. Um, there was a moment of brilliance there. Cody Walker to Latrell, Latrell back to Cody, then he found AJ. That was probably my favourite moment of Indigenous round. But as a whole, South Sydney, what we've what we've come to expect of them, that was very disappointing. And I, my big question is, and we did ask it last week on Bloke in a Bar, can the South Sydney Rabbitohs keep this incredible form up for another 15 weeks? Because uh, that's their challenge now. I just hope they haven't peaked South Sydney. Um, you know, the, uh, it sounds like the Origin teams are going to be favourable to them. It sounds like they're going to keep Damien Cook. It sounds like they're going to keep Campbell Graham. Um, so a really good opportunity for South Sydney to keep their squad together, or most of their squad together uh, for a long period of time. They'll obviously lose a few guys. Cam Murray, Latrell. Trell, maybe Jai Arrow, uh, but as a whole, they get to keep a lot of their guys together, so a big advantage there for South Sydney, but no doubt whatsoever, a very, very disappointing performance in this one for South Sydney, especially in a round that means so much to this club and to so many of these players as well, um, so yeah, pretty disappointing from South Sydney. For Parramatta... Wow. Uh, the halves. Mitch Moses and Dill Brown, we'll start with them. I thought these two were fucking incredible. Dill Brown was very good, but I thought Mitch Moses was just on another level. He was he was a very, very good Moses. One of his best games I think I've seen him play. My boy Jermaine Hopgood, he was tremendous. A lot of people saying he's got himself into the Queensland side. I probably wouldn't go that far, uh, but I thought he had a cracking game. Bryce Cartwright, he was everywhere as well. Great to see him out there doing his thing. Uh, probably the best game I've seen him play in quite some time, Bryce. He was sensational. Um, the big news out of this one, Ryan Madison, uh, apparently walking around the field after looking not looking too good so he'll be a big talking point this week on beers and break evens obviously Parramatta they're one of those sides that gets to play the buy rounds and everything so uh, going to be a very interesting talking point there but Parramatta good win 36 points they scored only conceded 16 though so uh, they'll be stoked with that Parramatta and they, they just need to find consistency same story as last year just need to find some consistency because they are a team 
They can rock with absolutely anyone in this competition on their day. Let's move to Super Saturday. The first game game from Coffs Harbour. The Cronulla Sharks, 26 over the Newcastle Knights, 6 um, usual suspects here, the spy, Will Kennedy, Matty Moylan, Nico Hines. I thought all these guys were tremendous. Blake Braley had a very good game as well. Um, yeah, look, the Sharkies, uh, this game's sort of what we expected, uh, a good team effort. I think the Sharkies are still a while off putting together like a perfect performance of full 80 minutes. But they did what they had to do in this game. Shout out to my boy Connor Tracy uh, coming into this side. I just I love this bloke. I I cannot believe he's not a regular first grader. It is just wild to consider. I thought Britt Nicola strong once again. Uh, I think I was talking to Maddie the Waterboy in the weekend. He just said, you know, tell me Britt Nicola is in the form back row in the competition. I went, you know what? It's very hard to argue with. So Sharkies all heading in the right direction once again. Another team that it's just about finding consistency and it's just about being able to perform at the back end. That's essentially the biggest hurdle they need to overcome. Uh, Origin teams, by the look of it, Nico Hines is going to be the only player from the Sharkies selected. So a big win there for them as well. They get to keep this entire squad together outside of Nico. They've obviously got Trindles, Connor Tracy's, these sort of guys to replace him. So uh, hopefully the Sharkies, they can start to stack up more wins over the next few weeks, over this period where a lot of other teams are missing troops. And I think they're a really good chance to take home a minor premiership this year. If they just put it all together, I think they could make a big jump over the next few weeks. For the Newcastle Knights, um, you know, it didn't start too bad. I, I thought they, they looked pretty good early. KP uh, scored a nice little try there. He obviously went over the HIA, then came back. That was a scary moment, but he came back and looked pretty good. Bradman Best, a solid game. Uh, Tyson Brazell, solid. It looks like he's going to play Origin. Uh, but, yeah, just defensively and just through the middle, it's um – yeah, it's, it's just a little bit consistently – Not, I shouldn't say that. They've had their moments, Newcastle. They have their games where they impress you with so much courage and they have those games on the weekend that you just – you never really feel like uh, they're in the contest. So I, um, I, I find it really hard to work out which Newcastle Knights side is going to come out in every single game. I just it, it, It's just a, it's a lottery for me every week. Uh, sometimes I think they're going to get blown off the park and they impress me with being so tough and so resilient. Then the next week I expect to get this resilient, tough side that's going to hang in the grind um, and they do the opposite. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of this Newcastle Knights side. I Yeah, I mean, they're obviously missing troops. I understand that. A couple of guys out, a couple of really key guys, your Jaden Braley's, these sort of guys. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what to expect from Newcastle week to week. Um, the the middle game on Saturday, good God, the Tigers 66 over the Cowboys 18. I'll uh, give the flowers to the Tigers first. Stafford Toa, uh, what a game. He absolutely gave it to Val Holmes. I cannot believe how that played out. I cannot believe how dominant he was over Val Holmes. That was the most knockout of knockout victories um, that you could possibly imagine between in a, in a one-on-one sense between... I don't know, a 50-game first grader and, you know, arguably the best centre in rugby league. Uh, he was incredible, Starfield Tavor, and we, we've we been talking about this for a long time on Bloke in a Bar ever since he left the Newcastle Knights and there's something about this kid, there's something special about him. He showed what we were talking about the other day. Speaking of something special about this kid, Buller the fullback, he looks like an absolute weapon. I love watching him play. He, I think he's played eight maybe seven first-grade games now and he looks like he's played 100 already. He looks so comfortable in the role. He's come into a team that would be pretty chaotic to make yourself a part of, and he's just absolutely killed it. I've been so impressed with Buller, and I really do hope the Tigers are able to hold on to him. Shout out to the halves. Brooksy playing his 200th game. Unreal stuff. You love to see it. Uh, you know, the, the crowd got around him. They were chanting Brooksy at one point. 
Just great. And shout out to Brooksy. He's been through a lot of shit. I've given him shit over the years as well, but it was great to see him have that moment. Uh, we've just got to do it consistently now. His Haas partner, Wakeham. A lot of people give him shit, and I've, always, and I've always said that I like Wakeham. I don't think he's a guy that you can build a season around. I think he's a great guy to come in and play for five or six weeks. He's got an opportunity to extend himself out of that role of just being a good Band-Aid halfback. And uh, some of the balls that he was throwing the other night, very, very impressive. Uh, Curacao looks like he might have played himself into a New South Wales Blues jersey, so congratulations to Uppy. I hope that is true. Uh, a guy that I've always had a real soft spot, soft spot for. Johnny Bateman was tremendous as well. That try that he set up where he straightened up and it just showed in that moment that he went off script. He straightened up and it was just that timing that shows that this team, they're starting to get a feel for each other. They're starting to get used to each other. Stefano scored a try as well. He had a big game. It looks like he's going to get a spot in the Blues squad. So be part of their extended squad as well. Uh, so exciting times. Joe Offengauer, he crossed as well. Went upstairs, was taken off him. You could see him in tears after the game. Pretty emotional for Joe O. Uh, and I think that would all but tell you that he will be at the Parramatta Eels, especially with Ryan Madison getting injured. I have no doubt whatsoever that Joe O will be at the Parramatta Eels probably this week. So congratulations to the West Tigers. And West Tigers fans enjoy it. How good. I thought David Clemmer was really good as well. A guy that played well. So shout out to the Tigers fans. Lap it up. Enjoy it. Um, I think there was a stat last week. There's only been one Supercoach century conceded to the West Tigers all year. This week, the Tigers had one, two, three, four, five, six players that scored hundreds in their team. And once again, the Cowboys didn't get a single century on the board. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater had his moments. Uh, it's very hard to compliment too many guys. I thought Ruben Cotter was probably the best on the park for the Cowboys as a whole. Uh, but yeah, Kyle Felt, he had a pretty bang average game defensively on his wing. Scored a good try early, which, you know, Kyle Felt can do, but defensively... <sighs> The Tigers picked him apart. If he would have been coming up against the top four side, I think he could have conceded a few more tries down that edge. Uh, Luciano Lelua made his return, did a couple of good things, scored a good try, uh, got booed constantly from the crowd, obviously leaving the Tigers and everything that's gone on. But, uh, yeah, look... Apparently, Todd Payton absolutely gave it to them at halftime. He really got stuck into them, and somehow they got worse in the second half, the Cowboys. So... Yeah, very interesting. Obviously, they're going to farewell Val Holmes, uh, a couple of other guys that will go into the Origin Arena, you know, for the next few weeks as well. So it only gets harder. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know where the Cowboys go from here. Conceding sixty six is fucking unbelievable. Sixty six points. That is just insane for a team that really built themselves on their defense and just being consistent last year um, to concede 66. And you know what? That would have hurt Toddy Payton as well, obviously going back to his old club. Uh, obviously, you know, won a premiership at the Tigers going back there. It's twenty. You know, They scored 24 points in the first half, 24 to 6, and he tried to get a response out of his team. Um, and they got to 66, scored 42 points in the second half. Uh, yeah, very, very ugly, very bad night for Toddy Payton and his North Queensland Cowboys. So very interested to see how they respond. Um, yeah, Hylam Lukey, who we spoke about last week. We love him as a footballer. We didn't love him as a super coach. Buy. I hope you didn't buy him. 23 points there. Uh, hooked. Very, very disappointing. So hopefully you didn't fall into that trap. Well, that one's going to be a real stinger. Uh, the late game Saturday night, the Melbourne Storm 24-16 to 16 over the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins making a late charge in the game. Uh, wasn't enough, though. The Melbourne Storm, they were very, very good. Uh, I thought Cam Munster was solid once again. He's come out of this game with a bit of an injury, apparently. Uh, so typically 
typical Queensland Maroons bullshit. We'll see how this all plays out throughout the week and how badly injured he is. Uh, Harry Grant, reasonably quiet. They're big stars. It was it was Jerome Hughes that had a good game. Nick Meany was good. Eli Katoa did some fantastic things as well. Remus Smith scored a nice try. Um, just a good all-round game from the Melbourne Storm, I thought. Uh, obviously, some of the Dolphins boys, some of the former Melbourne Storm turned Dolphins boys, really went after them. Felice Cafusi, he got Simbin early. I was hoping they would just almost ignore it. I was hoping for some origin rules there. They just let it play out. But I understand why the referees made that decision, but it kind of put a pin in this game pretty early that I feel like had a lot of spice to it that was very exciting early. I thought for the Dolphins, Cody Nicarima was fantastic. I thought that when Anthony Milford got on, he was very impressive. Uh, and Jermaine Osaka, his fantastic resurgence and season continues. Very, very impressive. Um, Tommy Gilbert, it sounds like he's going to be picked on the edge for Queensland. So very, very interesting. We'll wait for Teamless to see how that one plays out. Uh, but I thought he was solid once again. Um, Isaiah Cartel, I haven't heard if he was hooked or if it was an injury or whatever it was. Uh, but, yeah, interesting times with their halves and what they're going to do. Sean O'Sullivan's still a number of weeks away, uh, but they've got some decisions to make, the Dolphins. And I'm very keen to see if Felice Cafusi, um, you know, he obviously got Simbin the other night, him, uh, you know, Cape, well, all these guys for the Queensland Maroons, where do they fit them all for feeder? Obviously, we'll talk about him soon. So, yeah, very, very interesting times there. But a good game, one that I enjoyed, uh, one that I wish – just would have sort of had the whistle put away and just let the boys go to war, though. It would have been very, very interesting. Uh, Super Sunday. Super Sunday. Sunday. I don't think you call it. We call it Super Saturday. Sunday. The Bulldogs, 20 points to 18 over the Gold Coast Titans. Another one that I didn't see coming. I thought the Titans would get the job done here. Um, they're in a weird spot at the moment, the Titans. They're not playing terrible footy, but they're just... I don't know, just struggling to stack wins at the moment. Uh, as I said, they don't look bad, but sit, sitting in 10th place at the same time, like I probably didn't expect them to be that high this season. So I don't know. They're just in a weird spot at the moment. And obviously they lost this game, you know, the very back end, a, a, a bit of an odd gun, a bit of an odd try to finish to Jade Nockenboy, who shout out to him. You know, a fringe first-grade winger turned back rower who's now scoring match-winning tries. You love to see it. Unreal. Uh, but, yeah, look, Canterbury, uh, I don't think they scored a point in the first half here. It was 14-0. So the Titans, this is a, a serious problem for them where they go out to a lead and then it just all falls apart. I'm not sure what it is with this franchise and how they manage to do it or what they do to fix it. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, fuck, it's just... Uh, it's tough to watch. And I, the Titans, I, I still stand by what I said the other week, that I definitely think this franchise is heading in the same direction. I just don't quite know how they say it. It's almost like a psychological thing with them, and I, I don't quite know what it is or how you solve it. But, uh, yeah, tough day out for the Titans, obviously coming down to Sydney and, and that happening to them. Um, Josh Adokar scored a fantastic try. I thought that was an unreal one. Kiraz scored off a kick. I, like That's the other thing for the Titans as well. Like, they score X amount of yeah, – they conceded X amount of tries off kicks and whatnot. Uh, obviously, off the boot of Matty Burton, very, very hard to defend. And the Ockenball one was, you know, throwing the ball around all over the place. Uh, I, th- I thought for Fida's try, you love to see that. When he crossed over in the third minute, I thought, fuck. And you know what? I thought, oh, this could get ugly here. The Titans could run away with it. And then part of me said, fuck, is this bad for the Titans that it just seemingly came so easy so early? And uh, I should have run with that thought process because I think that's sort of how it played out. Uh, Joe Stimson scored 
in the first half, coming late in the last 10 minutes in the first half. Phil Sammy crossed late. Love Phil Sammy. Such a talented guy. Uh, but, yeah, the, go, the Canterbury Bulldogs coming home with a brilliant win there. Their fan base would have absolutely loved that one out there at a core stadium. Uh, yeah, shout out to Canterbury. They've obviously had a lot of injuries, had a lot of things go against them. It sounds like Tavita Pangai Jr. has come from the absolute fucking clouds and Brad Fittler has picked him, which I'll be perfectly honest with you guys. I'm not stoked about. We'll wait for the official teams, but I'm hearing that TPJ is in, which has uh, blown my mind. I cannot cannot work out for the life of me how he's ended up in that side, but uh, happy to be proven wrong, but I don't know how we're trusting TPJ to represent the New South Wales Blues when we've got a game in Adelaide, then a game in Suncorp. We don't even get a game in Sydney until game three, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about it more on Bloke in a Bar, but if that is a selection that is happening, which you guys will probably know by the time you're listening to this, I am so far from stoked with that. It's not even funny. Um, all right, let's move to the last game of the week. The Manly Seagulls, what a bounce back over the Canberra Raiders. Good God. And the man, the headline act, Tom Travojevic. Wow. Uh, I didn't have him in my Queensland, in my New South Wales, I didn't have him in my Queensland team, but I also didn't have him in my New South Wales team 24 hours ago. Uh, and this game, he blew it away. He was so impressive. 165 supercoach points. He absolutely killed it, Tommy Turbo. Looked very comfortable, was running very freely. Uh, it's what you love to see from Turbo. I thought Ruben Garrick had a good game as well, set up a brilliant try. Josh Schuster, uh, the first eight minutes, I thought, oh my God. It's like he doesn't want to be out there. And I just sort of I was watching with my with my hands over my face, just going, Oh, Josh, you're so talented. But the, the defensive efforts and then some of the things in attack, then all of a sudden Schuster just clicked into gear and just reminded us, hey, this is why I can be one of the most talented players in the game. And it's almost it's almost frustrating when you're watching Josh Schuster, what he's capable of doing and then what you get sometimes. But fuck he had a game. Even the try he scored at the back end, and I, I get it. A a lucky rebound, shit kick, whatever. But just the way that he regathered the football, he's just got touch that not many other guys do in this league and not many guys have ever had, to be honest with you. You combine his size and his skill set, he is just off the charts what he can do, Joshy Schuster. So shout out to him. Uh, first eight minutes, as I said, I was going, oh my God, what is going on with Schuster? But then it clicked into gear and he absolutely ran amok. Saab's got a nice try. I thought Ethan Bullimore was fantastic, sort of good try. And then Benny Condon, he came on and scored a try, I believe, with his first touch of the football. How good. Come down from the Cowboys. Uh, I think he'll be a bit of a journeyman throughout his career, but did really well. Well, um, oh, the low point of the day for me by a country mile uh, was, of course, Ben Travojevic, uh, another hamstring injury. You hate to see it. Him and Josh Schuster, I said during the week, they've come through the juniors playing together. It was a combination that I was really looking forward to watching. Uh, he now out with a hamstring injury. We do wish Burbo all the very best because, fuck, he deserves better a better opportunity than what he's got. Uh, we had a sim meeting in this game. that I it just We had two sim meetings. just made no sense to me. Hudson Young got binned, as did Sean Kepi. I, I really didn't think there was anything in it, and I thought that if anyone was going to go, um, I thought it was going to be uh, – I am shooting a complete blank on his name. Emre Gula. I thought it was going to be Emre Gula for sure. I couldn't believe Hudson Young got sent. He gave Josh Schuster a little bump after he scored that was kind of in the process of scoring. I I, I don't know. That, that one made no sense to me whatsoever. Another one that with Origin just around the corner, just let it go. Let the boys go and play some footy. Uh, but, yeah, look, the Manly Seagulls, good performance. They'll be very, very happy with that one. It was probably a much-needed one as we go into Origin. They're going to farewell a number of guys. It looks like Jake Chavoyevich has pulled himself out of Origin. I think he's re-hurt his calf, maybe. Um, so that's a huge loss for us, and I think it's maybe led to... My good mate Brad Fittler doing what Brad Fittler does best sometimes and just outthinking the broom a little bit, which is a bit of a worry, but 
You can't win them all. Uh, for the Canberra Raiders, Jack Whiten in good form once again. Some of his touches have been tremendous. Thought Corey Horsburgh at 13 got a couple of offloads away, did a couple of good things. Elliot Whitehead, he coasted straight through from meat pie through Josh Schuster. He looked very good as well. Atsa Mariota, a young guy that uh, started the season, I... Uh, it probably wasn't my... I probably had Trey Mooney ahead of him, but what Mariota's done when he's in first grade, and this try in particular, very, very impressive. Uh, great footwork for a big fella. I thought Hudson Young was good, obviously. Uh, got Simbin, so that sort of hurt the case a little bit, uh, but I thought he was very solid for the vast majority of the game. Uh, sort of went into this game with Hudson Young versus Ola Kawatu on mind. I personally thought that Hudson Young well and truly won this battle, but I didn't think Ola Kawatu Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Had anywhere near his best game. I thought he was very quiet, to be honest with you. So uh, a bit of a letdown there. I thought there'd be real fireworks between those two. I thought it'd be really entertaining. But, uh, yeah, not much doing from either of them. As I said, I think Hudson Young was the better of the two. But, uh, yeah, bit of a uh, bit of a non-event there. And I think Hudson Young, he will make his origin debut by the sounds of it. And Ola Kawatu will not, which is uh, probably how I had it playing out before the game started, to be honest with you. Uh, guys, that is our rapid review of round 12. What a round it was. Origin just around the corner. There's going to be a lot of origin chat on the podcast over the next 24 hours. So there might already be some out, depending on when that team is named and whatnot. And then myself, Kempi, Timmy, and the great Matthew Buxton, the water boy, will be taking a deep dive into this round and all the Origin selections today on Bloke in a Bar, and you can listen to that content over the next 24 hours or so here on the Rugby League Guru Podcast.